This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Hour number three, Scott Garlish joining us now. Scott, welcome. How are you, sir? Hey, John, well, how are you today? Always a joy having you, and I appreciate you you know, accommodating us on cell phone and all of that, which you know, it is what it is. Sometimes there's, you know... Technical difficulties, in this case, uh, our, our phone lines themselves. But anyways, I appreciate you joining us and taking time. I know you're coaching, uh, uh, you know, coaching some uh, kids, so I appreciate you taking time and, and being with us. Uh, Porter and Company Research, thank you as well. Let, let folks know right away how they can get a hold of you, Scott. Yeah, sure. Go to porterandcompanyresearch.com. Uh, you can check out all the different free and paid products that we have. All right, so talk to us about just where are we at you know, uh, Wall Street-wise, Fed-wise, there's sure. been some new, you know, U.S. Bureau of Labor statistics, the job openings and so on. Where are we at with stuff? Yeah, so right now what we've been seeing is Wall Street has had a furious rally higher since late October. Okay. And the big change there is, you know, more signals. We've been talking about this for a while now. Are starting to show up that the economy is slowing down. And so if you were a bond investor or you're a stock investor, the way you think about that is, well, how does that affect Federal Reserve policy? And what that means is if the economy is slowing down, it's probably because, you know, as you said, if I've talked to you about, you know, the Fed has tightened policy too much and they've raised rates too far. Right. But their goal has been to slow economic growth. Now, they weren't seeing that for a while. You know, we had third quarter GDP growth of 5.2%. But now, all of a sudden, you know, we're seeing things like the job openings data that came out the other day from uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics. It, it saw a massive drop-off for the month of October. And so what that tells investors and money managers is the Fed's probably going to have to start cutting interest rates sooner than later. Right, you know, right. That, that could be as soon as March. I know you, uh, maybe the last time we talked, you were saying you, you think they could be having to cut rates as soon as March. And so. Yeah, my, yeah really quick, is, my prediction, and we'll see whether I'm right, wrong, or otherwise, but I see, I see two quarter points and a half point by at least the end of July. I could be wrong, but that's how I see it. Yeah, look, right now, Wall Street is pricing in, uh, they were pricing in like a half to, you know, Three quarters of a percent worth of rate cuts next year, and now that has jumped up to one and a quarter percent. So I'm not far off then, probably. Not at all. They are, they are quickly becoming worried about the growth outlook, and then sort of, well, not sort of, but confirming this, uh, Christopher Waller, 
who's the St. Louis uh, Federal Reserve, used to be the head of the research at St. Louis Federal Reserve. He's now on the Board of Governors. He came out last week and said he's becoming increasingly convinced that interest rates have gone far enough. They don't need to be raised anymore. And, you know, we might even be looking at cuts soon because inflation is starting to slow rapidly. Yeah, I mean, you're really seeing, and, and you know, you and I have talked about this a little bit in the past, although I've seen it even happen more here of late. There's, you know, some substantial deals in all sorts of areas. Now, we haven't seen housing drop, nor are we going to because of the inventory side. The car market, there's been some deals on certain cars. Depends on, you know, what you're looking for. The bottom, definitely, Scott, hasn't fallen out. I don't think it's going to. Yes, there's some inventory levels on certain models that have increased and there's going to be some incentives along those lines but you know we are nowhere as close to what we would have been even back in 08 where there was all sorts of zero interest financing and you know dealers were giving you way below sticker price or even invoice pricing to get rid of things we're still not seeing that yeah i mean i think you know the housing market is still showing signs of resilience again because people lock in rates at really low levels right uh but like like toll brothers came out reported pretty good numbers earlier this week. I want to say maybe it was Tuesday. And they were actually talking up margins as well. Okay. Uh, you know, again, because like steel and lumber costs are probably coming down. So that's putting money back in their pockets. You know, the, the, the flip side of this, you know, ADP reported job gains the other day. They were 103,000. You know, year to date, over the last year, they've been about 225,000 job gains per month. But in the last three months, that average has been about ninety-six thousand. So, no, if, no offense, out of the, you know, you know, hundreds of millions of workers, that's nothing. Yeah, it, but it, but it is a it is a big slowdown. It is huge. So, no, no. My point yeah. is, yeah, ninety thousand, you know, workers being added. You know, you take some of the people that aren't even oh, yeah, being counted sorry. on the rolls and so on. You know, really, I guess the way I look at that, Scott, is that's really not much of a net gain at all, if any. Yeah, and so we're also seeing, and ADP is saying, you know, we're starting to see the annual pay change for people that quit their jobs right. and take a new one, as well as people that stay. That's starting to slow down, too. Yeah. So that, that also puts money back into companies' pockets. And then, you know, the last thing I'd point out in terms of inflation is just look at gas prices. Um, yeah. They keep, they keep coming in. And even though OPEC is trying to get oil prices back up. They're saying they're willing to do more cuts. OPEC members are saying they're not interested because I think they're worn out on trying to cut and they want to cash in. And so oil prices are, I think they're back below $70 a barrel. Yeah, $69.79 as we speak is where they're at. And, And the other thing that's happened, despite the energy policies of this administration, we are producing more oil as a country than we ever have, even under the Trump administration. And by the way, it's not because of the policies of this administration. It's just the fortitude of the oil company in America. You know, the oil, American oil company is what I mean to say, Scott. It's just the fortitude and the ingenuity that they have and the ability to even work around the current White House. It just shows you what they can do in half. Completely. And and again, you know, you, you highlight that really important point that that's that's the great thing about america is you know americans are hard-working people that always strive to figure out how they can do the best things they can and they overcome any obstacle that's right and in right and in turn right now for all of you listening we're producing a 
large amount of oil, it's really having an impact upon the market. It's keeping prices down. Yes, there's less demand as well, but the reality Scott, and I'm with you. I don't really see OPEC doing much oil-wise because, you know, they've got a lot. I say this all the time. The Saudi family especially, they have a lot of mouths to feed, and they like that revenue coming in. Yes, they do. And if everybody else isn't going to stick to the the OPEC oil cuts, guess what? The Saudis aren't going to do it either. They want their money. That's right. They they, they have a lot of Lamborghinis to purchase. Let's just say that. (laughs) And they do. I, I think they pay out sort of living wages to a lot of people in the country so they don't want to not be able to pay those and have unrest either that's right no that's exactly right no okay so along those lines and here's some thoughts and some questions i had for you for folks that are how should i say this scott you know they are the type that they love having higher interest rates because they've got some either short term or even some long-term cds and things along those lines it, it, would your recommendation to them be that if they've got the ability to lock in some higher rate, even short-term instruments, to go ahead and do that now, knowing that I think some of these rates may be dropping? Totally. Because in six months' time, you're probably not going to get that rate again. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I would look, anybody looking to do something like that, I would take a look. There's a, uh, an ETF that in de- invests in three-month or shorter treasuries, has about a 5% yield. The ticker symbol is SGOV. Okay. And if you're willing to take on a little more longer-term risk, uh, you can look at the 20-plus the, uh, year or the 20-year Treasury bond ETF. The ticker symbol, symbol there is TLT. Again, okay. it has about a 5% uh, interest rate. Which, you know, again, if you're, if you're somebody that has the ability to do that, but you don't want super risky investments, that money, you know, for the most part would be, you know, really pretty safe as far as that goes, Scott. That's not a bad return. And if interest rates start dropping, you won't get that down the road. Correct. And I wouldn't recommend putting my whole portfolio, Correct. all my assets into it, but you definitely put something into it. Yeah, because that's way better than getting 0% like we saw just a couple of years ago. Okay. Now, the other thing, too, that I kind of would tell people is if you're somebody that's kind of been on the the fence housing-wise, so either you're looking to buy a new house or maybe you've thought about changing neighborhoods or doing whatever, but you're kind of waiting for that rate change. I am one, and I don't think that I'm out of line in saying this. I would be looking at doing that sooner versus later because the minute the rates start to drop, and and mortgage rates are already down about a point right now, so as mortgage rates come down even further – that buying frenzy and what ends up you know, going into inventory is going to get larger, but there's also going to be more buyers, which means the bidding wars start again. If you want to avoid all of that, you should be looking now, not later. Yes, I, I, would, I, I could definitely see that. Like when, when interest rates or yield get on the 10 years, they get, which is used to benchmark a lot of loans, gets back at 3%, I will bet you that house that you could have bought a year or so ago when they were 3%, it's going to cost more now at 3% than it did back then, to your point. Correct, correct. So, again, just, you know, my kind of looking at it, I I don't have a crystal ball, although, Scott, to you and I's credit, you know, we've been talking pretty much through COVID. We've not really been too wrong on, A, the Fed raising rates way too late, now being way higher than they need to be, the fact they're going to have to get them lower. I mean, I think common sense just says that I, and I especially with the election coming up, if it was a different, you know, if it was not an election year coming up in 2024, I'd probably have a little different outcome or a little different um, prediction uh, level, Scott. But given that they've got an election next November, 
I know everybody says the Fed is neutral, but they're not. They're going to have to look at this heavily, and I think they need a full at least point by the end of June. Yeah, so the other thing I would think about investing in because of that is gold. Yeah. And I say that because as rates come down and yield on the dollar drops, uh, that's going to drive the value of the dollar down. And because gold is priced in dollar terms, if the dollar is worth less, the price of gold is going to go up. You know, another uh, There's a good gold ETF out there. It's a Goldman Sachs ETF. The ticker symbol is AAAU. It's about 20 bucks a share. It's a great way for people to invest in gold. Okay. You don't own... Well, here's a question. It's not really physical. It's in a fund, but they've got the physical gold in the fund. Am I saying that right? It is backed by physical gold. It's correct. Yes. You don't have to own the physical gold, but you want to fund the owns the physical gold. Okay. Makes total sense. Okay. How do they get a hold of you again if they want to do any of this? Again, porterandcompany.com. All right. Scott, I appreciate it. I know we had to change things around a little bit time-wise today, and then, of course, the cell phone thing, but you're gracious. I appreciate you very much, sir. Hey, life is never perfect, right? Uh, it is not. Yeah, I appreciate you being flexible. Thanks, man. All right, man. Have Enjoy a great night. Appreciate it very much. Again, Scott Garlis. Uh, enjoy him all the time. Very, As you could tell, very gracious and uh, somebody there willing to help you all. And a lot of you do some day trading and some things along those lines. He's a great resource if that's what you do. Geno's Auto Service is next. Get your vehicle in. Get it serviced. Make sure you're ready for the rest of winter. We've got a storm coming in again tomorrow. And winter is uh, really not even in full force yet, but it will be. Geno'sAutoService.com. Geno's with a J. Take advantage of Geno's Auto Services special and save $45 on a coolant flush. Even as the weather is getting colder, your engine runs hot. When coolant degrades, it becomes acidic and can corrode your radiator, thermostat, and water pump, sending debris into your engine. These debris, if left unchecked, can lead to major headaches and repairs. Reduce the chance of overheating, even in cold weather, and keep corrosion at bay with a coolant flush special from Geno's. We offer loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. Geno's is AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Reduce the chance of overheating and save $45 on a coolant flush. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. Geno's is celebrating our 40th holiday season. Thank you to all our clients and longtime customers for the patronage and support. We truly appreciate it. Wishing everyone happy holidays. 40% off and free labor right now. That's Veteran Windows and Doors. Find them at klzradio.com. Veteran Windows and Doors won't pressure you to sign on the dotted line today to get, quote, the best prices. Owner Dave Bancroft wants you to take your time in making the right choice for your home and believes educating you, the customer, is the number one priority. Other companies just want to pressure you into a sale right now. Dave has seen homeowners with buyer's remorse after working with other high-pressure salesmen. Dave knows all the pitches and sales gimmicks out there. Dave respects you as a homeowner, so he will never pressure you. Veteran Windows and Doors is so confident in their top quality windows and expert installation process, they want you to get three competing bids. Veteran is not afraid to be compared to other companies because they want to do right by you. Don't get pressured into buying windows before you are ready. Work with Veteran Windows and Doors by going to klzradio.com slash window today. All right, group insurance analyst e-gia.com. Last day today for open enrollment, or not open enrollment, but for the Medicare Advantage program, I believe, is today. So you might want to check online e-gia.com.
Finding the right home and auto insurance can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars more out of your pocket. You need an expert in home and auto insurance to help you find the best coverage that fits your needs and at the very best premium. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance, and his team of home and auto insurance specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you shop the market so that you get the right coverage at the right price. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local hands-on service that you don't get with a call center or online. Whether it is your home, auto, classic car, or liability insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. Get more without paying more. Hey, do you want an additional outlet added, or would you like to have a dimmer switch? Whatever the case may be, Genesis 1-3 Electric is the place to go. Find them at klzradio.com. Dimmer switches from Genesis 1-3 Electric save you money on your energy bill, and they're also really convenient. Imagine stumbling into your bathroom in the middle of the night. You flip the light switch, and bam, the sudden light hits you like a Tyson right cross to the chin, and you know you'll never get back to sleep. Now imagine you walk in and turn your dimmer knob and the light gently comes up to a level that you can handle. You'll get back to sleep in no time. Dimmer switches are not just for your bathroom, they're a benefit everywhere in your home. In fact, even at full power, they use about 20% less energy. Bulbs will last longer and you get to retain your sanity for those late night bathroom trips. If you're tired of the light keeping you up and paying a premium for electricity, contact the team at Genesis 1-3 Electric today at klzradio.com slash light to receive special KLZ listener pricing on a dimmer switch. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Susan at Premier Manufacturing says, In the two plus years I've been with Premier Manufacturing, my interaction with BES has been nothing but positive. When we have a service issue, they do their best to have someone sent out that same day, and the service people have always been friendly, efficient, and professional. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or have a problem with equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Text line 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222. And uh, no, we don't have phone lines right at the moment. So if some of you that may have been trying to call in, and a couple of you I know have because I'm getting messages uh, to that effect, it's not us. It's a CenturyLink issue, and we do not have them. So as we get them back up and running, hopefully by tomorrow, we're going to try to get some workarounds in for those of you to be able to call in in case we're still in this position tomorrow and or Monday because the last time this happened, we were out for three or four days. And no, it's not on us. This is on CenturyLink. So just so you all know. Reports. I've talked about this almost weekly, but reports of EV sales are languishing. Now, I've read some things this past week. Now, I look at everything I read and really try to double-check to make sure that it's coming from the right sources because everything gets tainted, depending upon who's writing said article and even the data that they have. It's not always accurate. So I try to watch it as best I can. And some of what I do, even when it comes to 
reports of certain vehicles and inventory levels and so on, you know, anybody can go out and look at dealer lots and figure out what kind of inventory do they have, EV or otherwise. I will do that from time to time. I'll just poke around and see, you know, what does a particular dealer have? And what I do is I'll look at a particular large dealer, because typically they're the ones that I really watch because they get the best allocations. You know, what do they have number-wise of any given vehicle, EVs included? And the rumors are that EV inventory is increasing. I'm just be straight up honest. I don't see that. Now, might be the case with certain undesirable models, there may be some uh, increase in inventory and on, on dealer lots. But I will tell you, all of the quote-unquote hot EVs, the ones that people like, th- there's not a plethora of those. Now, again, I'm looking locally. Nationwide, that might be different, and there may be different you know, areas where that's, you know, of course, different. What I mean by that is you, know, you take some of the areas where they just may not be as hot, period. There may be an increase in inventory in some areas because the way that works is some dealers are going to get them whether they want them or not. That's just how the dealers, that's how that network works. So say, for example, a particular dealer has to agree to take you know 10 particular EVs in a particular model. They're going to get them regardless. May not even be in an area they like, and they'll have to figure out what they're going to do with that inventory. Mark it down, trade it off, do a dealer trade with somebody else. That's what I meant by trading it off, not trading it in the open market, but they can do dealer trades and things like that. Go to a dealer that could sell that vehicle, and they take another vehicle back instead, and some of that may be happening. But I, in this area, am not seeing a plethora of inventory. Really, I'll be honest, on any level, there are some models of vehicles to where there's a heavier inventory, but I'm not seeing a huge gain in EVs in our market. If somebody's got data that shows otherwise, can actually physically show me a dealer website where there's a plethora of any vehicle, send it to me. Now, the one thing, too, you got to watch for on some of the dealer websites is even vehicles that are already pre-sold will go ahead and show up on the website but that vehicle may not actually be available. So just because you see, hey, this vehicle has, you know, 20 Jeep Wranglers, uh, they might only have 10 or 12 because eight of those might already be pre-sold. They're just showing up on the website because that's the way that works. Same thing on an EV. They might show, hey, we've got 10 EVs of, you know, whatever. Well, they may not actually have those 10 Four or five of those may already be pre-sold. You have to call and ask because there's no guarantees that car's actually there. Now, I would call a plethora of EVs at a particular dealership not 10, but 20 or 30. Because no offense, 10, depending upon their market and market shares, not that much inventory. Especially as we get to the year end here. So, all I'm saying here is I'm not for or against them. As you all know, I own one. I give you guys pretty much updates on that on a routine basis. And I'm not for or against them. I'm against the way they're pushed by the government, absolutely, positively. But as far as the technology goes, no, I'm not against that at all. Don't buy one to save the planet. You're not, nor does it need it. And if you're buying one for that, you're dumb, because you're not. You're actually probably creating more harm than good by owning one if you really want to look at it that way. But again, at the end of the day, I'm just telling you that 
There's a lot of reports out there, especially from our side, saying they're piling up. And all I'm doing is bring, bringing some reason back into this, saying, no, they're actually not. I don't see that. Some areas, maybe. Our area here, I, I really don't see that. So Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. Make sure that you're dialed in plumbing-wise as we head into this particular holiday season. It's good to have this number handy. Put it on your fridge, by the way. Uh, and it's, it's eight, it's, sorry, Hi-Fi Plumbing 877, we high-five. When temperatures plummet, the risk of water pipes freezing skyrockets. And Hi-Fi Plumbing can help you prevent it. If you've noticed water dripping anywhere around your house, especially on the exterior walls, it's imperative that you have it checked now. Once the outside temperatures drop below 30 degrees, you are risking damaged pipes, making a $100 fix escalate to $1,000 or more. This is especially true for pipes on exterior walls, in crawl spaces, at spigots, and even where most people forget, down floor drains. High Five has several ways to prevent and fix freezing pipes permanently. From insulating your pipes better, to moving them off exterior walls, or adding heated tape to prevent freezing. The Colorado Code certified techs at High Five know what to look for to keep your water flowing. KLZ listeners receive a waived service fee. Just tell High Five that John Rush sent you when you contact them at klzradio.com slash plumbing. Premier Home Remodels, make sure you're dialed in with your remodel project. They'll give you a 3D rendering of said project and really help you out all along the way and let you know exactly what you should or shouldn't be doing and give you some advice along the way. Find them at klzradio.com. Premier Home Remodels can help you remodel while using the current equity already in your home. That equity has increased over the last decade due to the Colorado housing market boom. Premier knows that the sticker shock of remodeling will only increase, not decrease. So start planning now to build the space of your dreams. Your home's equity will also increase once construction starts, so use that as an advantage to get you the space you want. Premier's design team builds the project around your budget, and they will help you make it happen with the money already in your home. Their design team is tied directly to the success of the project. Work with a true design build team by going to klzradio.com slash remodel. That's klzradio.com slash remodel. Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning, they would love to help you out when it comes to your furnace needs. And if you haven't had a tune-up done yet, get that done as well. Find them by going to klzradio.com. The reason Cub Creek Heating and AC is a Ream Pro Partner is because Cub Creek's installation process and customer service are exceptional. For example, Cub Creek takes an extra step other companies don't take, and that is ensuring your warranty registration on your furnace is completed as part of their installation process. This takes the hassle out of you worrying about any of it. They also inspect your entire system and properly seal all ductwork, preventing any leaks. If needed, Cub Creek will take the time to modify your filter access on your furnace so it's easier for you to use. Cub Creek also does things like helping you understand rebates and incentives for high efficiency equipment so you don't miss out on any chance to save. They notify you when you are due for service or if there are recalls. The pro team at Cub Creek goes well above and beyond other HVAC companies, so reach out to Doug and Hunter by going to klzradio.com slash HVAC today to schedule your service. 
John Canada, our cyber guy. If you need some protection against cybersecurity, which you definitely do, especially you business owners out there, give John a call today. Find him at klzradio.com. John the Cyber Guy is keenly aware that there are bad people out there who want to steal your company's data and money. You hear about it all the time. A hacker steals sensitive customer information and demands a ransom before leaking it to the public or selling it on the dark web. Or a hacker enters a company's private network through an employee's home computer. The cost of ransomware and the associated loss of reputation from these attacks can cripple your business. John Kanata, the cyber guy, will protect your business and your customers from these bad actors. He and his team know the complex and ever-changing world of cybersecurity. They'll monitor your systems and protect your business from security threats around the clock. And they can do it at a price that works with your small business budget. Wondering if your business is vulnerable to the latest threats? Talk to John the Cyber Guy today to find out what they can do to properly protect your business. Go to klzradio.com slash cyber or call 720-593-6688. Now back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Thanks for joining us today, by the way. I appreciate that very much. Our guest now, Steve Gorham, joining us, Executive Director of Climate Science Coalition of America, author of four books on energy, climate change, sustainable development, and there's over 100,000 copies in print in Steve's new book, The Green Breakdown, The Coming Renewable Energy Failure. That came out August 1st. We've actually had Steve on before. So, Steve, welcome back. How are you, sir? Hey, John. Great to join you. I'm doing well. Always a joy having you. I appreciate you accommodating us with, you know, our phone issues going on. But so thank you very much. I appreciate it. Talk to us about California. And I, you know know me, I'm a car guy, so I stay up on this a lot. Talked about EVs a moment ago before uh, calling you. Talk about California wanting all electric trucks. There's some states suing, though, to block that. Yeah, there's a... Uh, It's one of the craziest things I've seen in the energy scene. California has passed a thing called the Advanced Clean Fleets Regulation, the ACF. And by January 2024, uh, they have a bunch of classes of trucks whereby if you introduce a new truck, it has to be an electric model. Mm. I mean, it could be a hydrogen one, I guess, but but there really aren't any hydrogen ones available. No, no. So... So this is really crazy stuff because uh, the electric trucks just don't measure up no, they in don't. many, many ways. No, they don't. Uh, uh, a guy by the name of uh, Andrew Boyle, the head of the American Trucking Association, testified in front of the House of Representatives a few months ago. And, and you know, I'm going to recap some of the things he said. He said electric trucks have very poor range, first off. Right. Uh, you can you can uh, fuel a diesel truck in about 15 minutes, and you can go 1,200 miles. But if you uh, try and fuel an electric truck, it can take a half hour to hours, and you can go 150 to 330 miles. The electric trucks have an additional 10,000 pounds of weight. Right, from the batteries. Yep. And, and because of the battery. So in many cases, that can be like a 20% drop in the load. Uh, the, the electric trucks are very expensive, uh, two to three times as expensive as a, a uh, diesel truck. Correct. And then there are almost no chargers out there. Uh, very, very few. 
and um, the amount of chargers are going to take vast amounts of electricity. It's it's pretty clear that the grid, uh, the grids are not going to be able to uh, handle this. So nevertheless, they're forcing this. And by the way, we've got another uh, uh, about. Uh, Eight states that have decided to adopt the advanced clean fleets regulation following California. And there's another three states that are expected to, ado- to adopt it. But um, and, and really quick, I wanted to, partly why I wanted you to talk about that, it would be yeah. very likely that Colorado is one of those, given the fact we follow closely with what California is doing. Yeah, yeah, you are one of those, yeah. at least according to my data. So yeah. it's... Uh, California, Oregon, Washington, uh, Colorado, New York, uh, Vermont, Massachusetts, uh, New Jersey, and Maryland, and also expected to join this are Maine, uh, Connecticut, and uh, North Carolina. Although the the governor of Connecticut just voted down the idea of forcing everybody to get an electric car by 2035, so maybe they won't go that way. But the the electricity requirements also are vast on these things. Correct. they just put up a, a site in California, really the first of its kind, uh, a heavy truck charging site. Uh, they have um, they have thirty they have uh, thirty two uh, spots that you can charge, and you could, they could charge them in about ninety minutes. But the amount of electricity, if you had thirty two trucks sitting there, you would be using the same amount of power as as a city with two hundred thousand homes. Right. Uh, and that would be like San Bernardino or Huntington Beach. I mean, uh, and they want to build a, the, the uh, state of California. Uh, California Energy Commission estimates they're going to need uh, uh, many of these sites, maybe 5,000 of these sites wow. uh, to charge these trucks. Yeah. And so, okay, you got as much electricity as 5,000 new cities the size of San Bernardino. This is just not going to no, happen. That doesn't make any sense. It's, go- it's going to break down. Right. Agreed. Yeah, there, there's, and again, I'm not, you know, a little bit of my background being a car guy, I own an EV mainly just so I could test and know a lot of the things firsthand of what we're talking about, which there's a lot of journalists even out there, uh, Steve, that don't have any idea of what we're even talking about because they've never owned one. They go off of what everybody else reports or tells them. They have no real world experience whatsoever and i've also got a large fleet i operate which you probably don't know so yeah i can attest very much to the big truck side of it and the reality is even for me that operates mostly in the state i don't do much out of the state but to switch my entire fleet over to the electric side would number one be so costly number two the electric requirements there's just steve there's no physical practical way for me as a fleet owner to do that yeah, I can imagine. We, we, the, the good news, if it is good news, we do have 19 other states' attorneys general and some trucking organizations that have filed to block the ACF in the District Court of Appeals uh, uh, for the District of Columbia Circuit. So, um, you know, hopefully this is going to be blocked here. But, you know, it is, it's, it's just mind-boggling and... Um, California continues to march down this road. By the way, your state is now the second highest electricity cost in the nation, about 26 cents a kilowatt hour, uh, second behind Hawaii. In the last three years, you passed up all in New England, and um, the average is about 15 cents a kilowatt hour for for the nation. And 
all of the surrounding western states are about half the price of California. And by the way, it's going to go much higher. Yes. Pacific Gas and Electric just got another rate increase uh, approved. It's going to go much, much higher. So I think eventually, part of my new book, uh, the uh, the coming green breakdown, is that uh, eventually populations, even in California, are going to push back on this stuff, and we're going to get to uh, back to sensible energy policies. It may take a decade or more, but we're actually we could talk about some early signs we're seeing. No, and do, <laughs> and you know what, do that. I mean, that's always you know it's why you're here. And uh, one of the things I was going to ask you is, you know, is there any light at the end of the tunnel. I'm a free market guy, and I'm a car guy as well. So if the technology without the government push and subsidies and credits and so on, if the you know if the technology wants to go that way and people still want to buy it, then you know what, Steve? I'm one of those guys, you know, more power to them, but don't do it on the basis of it's going to somehow save the planet, and we definitely don't need to yep. subsidize to make it happen. Yeah, you're right. I'm not against electric vehicles either. I think they're probably pretty cool. And if you can charge at home and you're driving short distance to work, they're great. Uh, but there's a lot of things, a lot of problems with them in, in various ways. And so people shouldn't be forced by governments to Correct. to buy them. But so some of the and, and really the quick, breakdown, Steve, forced and or incentivized to do so. Let's make sure we say that as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. $7,500 tax credit on some EVs. And not only that, they're subsidizing the battery companies as well to That's build right. these batteries. And giving huge loans, the volume of money is, is just fantastic that's going into this. But we are seeing early signs of a green breakdown, earlier than I thought in many ways. Okay. Uh, if, if you look at the eastern U.S., uh, about half of the offshore wind uh, projects, the companies have pulled out of those projects at big penalties, 50 to $100 million they're paying to the states. Because with the price of capital today, they just cannot make offshore wind work for the agreed-to price. In the U.K., they just held a wind auction uh, for onshore wind, and they got no bidders. Uh, the U.K. had a limited price, so what's the U.K. going to do? They're going to raise the price 70%, which eventually the ratepayers are going to pay for. Uh, the German government just bailed out Siemens Energy, their wind, uh, uh, I think it's Gamisa, out to $10 billion they shoveled to them. Uh, then the EV slowdown is occurring as... as uh, uh, that's another symptom of, of what's going on. We have uh, uh, inventories are up about uh, th- about 300% what they were a year ago. Uh, we have very poor demand for EV pickup trucks, right, the, EV, right. the uh, gasoline yeah, truck. Yeah, and it goes the pickup truck thing. The pickup truck thing goes back to the whole truck thing we were just talking about a moment ago. The true truck user that's using that in a way that most truck users use them, yeah, they, they understand right off the bat that that EV truck, I mean, around here, Rivian's become pretty popular here in Colorado, but I will tell you, Steve, the majority of people buying a Rivian are not your typical pickup truck owner. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ford Motor, losing between forty and $60,000 on each EV sold. They're, gonna, they're projecting a loss of $4.5 billion this year. And so both Ford and GM have decided to uh, uh, dial back the sales targets for the next few years. And it's sort of like the early adopter phase is over. It is. Uh, The folks that wanted the cool EVs have have, uh, gotten them often as a second car. That's right. And now we got people that are living in apartments and they don't have a garage and they don't want to run an extension cord over the sidewalk. And we have people that live in cold areas. uh, Where you can't charge them unless you heat your garage all winter. If you don't have a heated garage... I uh, 
I was speaking at a conference, met a guy whose wife had a Tesla. They lived in Cleveland and it got down to 10 degrees Fahrenheit. And they didn't have a, a, a heated garage. And le- their, their Tesla literally would not charge right. at 10 degrees Fahrenheit. Right. Uh, and another issue is insurance that's kind of mounting up. Um, the insurance rates for an EV are about 70% higher than an um, uh, internal combustion engine vehicle. In the United Kingdom now, there are a number of companies that will not insure EVs because of collision cost. Right. And uh, it costs about 5,000 pounds to get insurance for your EV in the UK right now. Uh, and again, I'm not against EVs, but let's let's quit the uh, the mandates here. And, right. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, like like I said earlier, it's choice. a free market. You know, if if you want to buy one and you're more than willing to do so, then you know what? So be it. Off you go. Done deal. I'm not going to belittle you. I mean, I'm not one of those guys, Steve, that's going to belittle you for having one either. I don't think that's fair. I mean, if somebody wants to buy whatever. You know, I'm one of those guys where more power to you. That's your decision. You decide to do it. So be it. But I don't want government either forcing or coercing. Let's make it. Let's say it that way. Forcing or coercing you to do so. Yeah. Uh, more symptoms of the green breakdown. If you looked at the uh, the stock indexes for renewable energy firms, they are really out of slide. They've been down now three years in a row. Uh, the Renix index, which has 30 of the top renewable com- uh, companies in the world, uh, is down about uh, 40, 50 percent this year. Uh, Plug Power hasn't made money in 20 years. They're supplying most of the hydrogen for cars in, in California, the only place we have hydrogen cars. And the hydrogen stations can't get hydrogen from Plug Power right now. About a third of them don't have any hydrogen. And uh, they announced recently that they may not be a going concern in a year if they don't get a bunch more money. So the you know the uh, the market for for EV uh, I'm sorry for uh, for renewable firms the stock market is is not treating uh, renewable firms very well right now, and these may be early signs that uh, people are going to step back into something that's a little more sensible. And you know, and, and you, to your point, I just checked because you know as I told you, I have an EV, so I did my checking on the insurance side of the fence, checking that one against other vehicles. And yeah, in my case, it's double of what one of my other vehicles would be. So you're spot on. Okay. So there's real world, you know, I can show you real world owning one that you're correct on that. Okay, well, it's just, you know, what I read in the press. Again, I don't have an EV, so I don't have personal no, experience. No, I mean, you're, 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 it's, it's in my case, it's double what it would be if I was driving a nice vehicle. So that's right on, you know, right in line with what you're you're talking about. Point I B, do have experience on what, what would happen with hydrogen, though, you know. We have a lot of people that say we ought to put hydrogen everywhere. And I don't know if you want. To, you want me to take this tangent? Yeah, for a minute yeah, no, here? no, go on. Yeah, no, I want to hear your. I want to hear your take so, on that. Go ahead. If your listeners ever want to listen, well, a lot of people say we, we need to have hydrogen because hydrogen, when you burn it, uh, it's very clean. It doesn't emit any carbon dioxide, right? And so they want to convert heavy industry over to it. A lot of people say even transportation and even use hydrogen in your home. In the UK, they've been talking about that and build hydrogen pipelines everywhere. You want to read something ugly though. Uh, your your uh, listeners ought to read about the uh, airship industry. From about 1905 to 1937, they tried to build hydrogen airships, and uh, and about 20, and it ended with the uh, the, bur- the crash and the burning right. of the Hindenburg in 1937. But there were more than two dozen of these that blew up, killing hundreds of people. The thing about hydrogen is, uh, if it leaks, uh, it ignites at a very low level of energy in air. Um, it, it's not like natural gas. I'll give you a perfect example. I had a lightning uh, hit my house 
um, in Mount Prospect, Illinois, a couple decades ago, and it it ruined our microwave and some of our appliances. The the lightning rod routed it down, and and we found out later that it was it was hooked right onto our gas line. That's where the lightning rod was grounded. Okay, and it actually burned a hole in our natural gas line. There was about a uh, a one eighth inch hole there, and we smelled the gas, and we you know had them come over and fix the thing. But if that was a hydrogen leak, then our house probably would have gone up either initially or when that when that hydrogen uh, leaked out. By the way, hydrogen is 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 very very small molecule. It leaks out of things very easily, and if you want to put it in a, in a filling station, for example, you have to compress it to seven hundred atmospheres of pressure. 10,000 PSI, that's 300 times what's in your car tire. And, you know, I just don't think society is ready for for things that are pressurized like that and also ignite. But we got a lot of people pushing hydrogen. The, the, uh, the U.S. government is now has, has committed to subsidies of $137 billion to get a hydrogen wow. industry started. And seven hydrogen sites around the country. And, and I'm just going, you know, let's slow down on this stuff a little bit here. Uh, we don't know how to transport it. I'm not sure we can keep it in a safe place. Uh, but you know, anything for the uh, for climatism, for the for to right. solve the green the green fear, and that's another area we're marching down without much uh, regard for what might happen. That's right. No, you're you're 100 correct. And the other fear that I have on the hydrogen side, while I love technology and new things and so on, to your point, the delivery of the average person being able to get it and fill up. I mean, you know, I know just from a fleet and doing some natural gas stuff that even that is more intrinsic than putting gas in your car. I mean, let's face it, Steve, gas, diesel, the way that works, it's easy, it's convenient, it works, nope. it's powerful, it's reliable. I mean, no offense, but as a car guy myself, why screw up something that works so well? Yeah, I think you're right. And, uh, but, you know, we, we're at COP28 now, and uh, we've got a bunch of guys saying that we got to get rid of – they're trying to sign a resolution with all these countries to get rid of yeah. uh, coal, oil, and natural gas. Right. I mean, that's one of the big things. And all of these folks that go on to jet fuel you burn, you emit three pounds of carbon dioxide. And then they take limos to the expo center right. uh, burning gasoline. And they've all got a smartphone, which is uh, produced, which is uh, made out of plastic, produced from True. Uh, oil or natural gas. They all have clothes on, uh, suits and shoes and underwear and shirts that are made from synthetic fibers that come from hydrocarbons, uh, and and they're going to be eating food, which is uh, about half of it. The world is produced by uh, fertilized with synthetic nitrogen fertilizer, which comes from ammonia which comes from natural gas, or in the case of China, from coal. And then tractors everywhere, probably 80% of agriculture is, is diesel fuel tractors. So, yep. yeah, let's go get rid of uh, coal, oil, and natural gas. And, you know, it, it really is mind-boggling what these people are saying, and they really have no concept of, of, of what is possible. You're right. Uh, Steve, in closing, what's the best way for folks to get the book Green Breakdown? Well, of course, it's on Amazon. By the way, it's a color paperback. It's a great read. There's still a, there's a cartoon in front of every chapter and, and about 150 goofy sidebars, like the guy, the one guy in the New York Times who said, uh, uh, we should mate with short people to stop global warming. There's all kinds of that stuff. All right. But uh, available on Amazon, they can get a signed copy from my website, Steve Gorham, G-O-R-E-H-E-M.com, and there's e-books as well. All right. Steve, I appreciate it very much. Have a great evening, and thanks again for joining us. I do appreciate it very much. 
You too, John. Until right. the next time. All right, man. Take care. Enjoy. We'll have you back, and I appreciate it. So that is Steve Gorham again. Uh, you can contact him. He gave you the website there. We'll have that up in our links as well. Flesh Law coming up next, whether it's civil or criminal. Kevin is there for you, 303-806-8886. Get relief from Flesh and Beck Law. You just got in an accident, so you call the police. You make sure you get a thorough record of the scene. Then after the initial adrenaline wears off, your mind starts to swirl with all the things you need to do. Insurance claims, car repairs, doctor visits, medical bills, on top of the physical pain you're in. Flesh and Beck will give you relief from the financial stress so that you can focus on healing. Call Flesh and Beck immediately after your accident for a free consultation. Then you can rest while they talk to your insurance company. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh will relieve your burden of financial worries. All you need to do is to call him right now at 303-806-8886. Call Kevin Flesh immediately after the accident and get relief from the financial stress of an injury. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. If you want a doctor on your side that believes the way we do, that's Dr. Scott Faulkner, 303-663-6990. Are you looking for a health care provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and integrative health care, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. All right, Level Engineering, Alan Davis, find out if solar, by the way, is right for you. 303-378-7537. Alan Davis understands how important energy independence is, and he wants you to know how to kick the power company to the curb. Worrying about outages and the cost of extreme changes in the unforgiving Colorado climate creates anxiety. Creating your own power gives you peace of mind. No more stress about leaving your lights on when you want to, running the AC to stay comfortable, or regulating your power use because it's all your power. You will have more protection against EMP events, cyber attacks, solar flares, and more because you don't rely on public utilities to supply your power. You own the power plant, so you won't have surprise fluctuations in the bill because it's hot or cold outside. Say goodbye to surprise power bills eating into your lifestyle. Alan Davis of Level Engineering has the solution you need for complete energy independence, and he wants to share it with you. So reach out to Alan by going to klzradio.com solar today to learn more about how solar will change your life. If you need a financial advisor, we have one. That's Al Smith, Golden Eagle Financial, 303-744-1128. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows that now is the time to start planning for retirement. The older we get, the faster time seems to pass. 
Having Al coach you through your retirement plan means you won't waste a second. He will ensure that your retirement accounts respond quickly to changes in the market and changing regulations. Al Smith also knows that the most successful retirees he's helped have come to him long before they retired. Retirement may seem far away, but everything is relative and those days will pass faster with each sunrise. You want to enjoy the best days of your retirement. Travel, give, volunteer, and truly live in your retirement by contacting Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial at klzradio.com slash money today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. Registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Pop's Garage Door knows that nobody wants the frustration of trying to leave your house only to discover that your garage door won't open. You want a garage door that lasts a lifetime, and Pop's Garage Door is the company who can guarantee that will happen. This is why Pop's uses LiftMaster Garage Doors with a lifetime warranty. The new and improved LiftMaster Garage Door is whisper quiet with built-in brighter LED lights that never need replacing and a camera for your safety and convenience. Pops doesn't want you to hassle with your garage door not working, so they offer the highest quality garage doors. LiftMaster doors also come with a backup battery, a keypad, and sensors to help keep your home safe and secure. These newest features allow you to conveniently open and close your garage door with your cell phone, so no more worrying about deliveries. You want to rely on your garage door for years, so upgrade your garage with a LiftMaster from Pops Garage Door by going to klzradio.com slash garage. That's klzradio.com slash garage. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you shop the market so that you get the right coverage at the right price. Whether it is your home, auto, classic car, or liability insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, that's it for today, folks. First hour replays next between 6 and 7 p.m. Tomorrow, the new movie reviews are The Boy and the Heron, and Godzilla minus one. And then, of course, movie rental hour tomorrow will be movies with your favorite Asian actor or your favorite Asian movie. Be safe. Have a great night. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.